Well, I am actually going to have a secretary, and I get to do the interview. That's incredible. Six months ago, you were taking messages for your mother. Yeah, and now someone's going to be taking messages for me. From your mother. So this um, woman you plan on hiring, is she going to be in the spokesmodel category? Sure. I could go the tomato route. But, eh, I've given this a lot of thought. All that frustration. I'll never get any work done. So I'm doing a complete 360. I'm going for total efficiency and ability. That's a 180. Whatever. April 2nd, 2023. Hello, and welcome to TWIP. We are back yet again because you can't stop us and you can't get enough of us. We just keep doing this over and over again, forever. And why? For our listener. We're up to five. <laughs> Jillian plus four more. Okay. For them. That's right, we do it for you. For you. Hope you appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about some news. Sure. The Kingery is presently on mid-season hiatus, and it will return on July 5th, and there will be a little mini-episode in the middle to tide you over. The mini-ones are fun. They are fun. And uh, right now, Genesis Avalon Patriot is on season hiatus. It will be back on November 29th, which I know feels like a long time, but there will be three little mini-episodes peppered throughout the break there, and... That will tide you over. Again, as I said before. Yeah. It will tide you over. You're going to like There's it. There's no question about it. You will be tided. And people will get breaks, which they need. Because yes, we are not exactly monsters. Exactly right. That's right. I mean, we used to be monsters. And then we realized, hey, people deserve breaks. Sometimes. No, we did not. We were not yeah. intentional monsters. <laughs> we didn't realize. It was completely accidental. And we did it to ourselves. We yeah. didn't get breaks. And we were like, wait a minute. This Maybe is, this is bad. We need breaks now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very interesting because if you, especially like if you go back and look at like Dixie, our first original show, mm -hmm. uh, there's like a one month break between seasons, and I think one of the season breaks there wasn't even a break, and it's like that is not that is not a rest. No, that is bad for everyone involved. Yeah. So now we are more relaxed about it, and we learned from our mistakes. That's right. We want everyone to be well-rested and have fun and have a good time with these and not, you know, overdo it yeah. on any portion of whatever. Now, listening, go ahead and overdo. You do that. You do that. That's fine. Overdo the listening, they not the have, working. But you do it. No, they should they I'm shouldn't overdo that I'm giving them permission either. to listen yeah. as much as they want. As much as they want. They, they don't, don't need to, to overdo break, it. But they don't have to. Okay. Never mind. Can we move on? Please. Mage and Machine made it up to number five in sci-fi in Indonesia. Well, hello. Isn't that cool? Welcome. And the Kingery made it up to number four in sci-fi and number 24 in all of fiction in Hong Kong. How Welcome. about that? Welcome, new listeners. That's real cool. Yeah. I love this international stuff. I know you do. It's good. <laughs> We're worldwide, baby. That's right. Okay. And then the only other thing to mention is that production on the Pendant Shakespeare's 
Henry VI Part 1 is proceeding on schedule. So, um, so far, so good. So look for that to premiere, again, probably this summer, June, July, somewhere in there. We will let you know once it's confirmed. Yep, with a whole schedule and everything. And everything. And everything includes french fries. Oh. From Newburgh, New York, we have Juwan Royal on the line. Hello. What's up? What's up? <laughs> it's cool to be here. Thanks for having me. How are things up in New York? Uh, New Yorkin. Uh, sports teams <laughs> pretty much all suck. Uh, make me rip my hair out. Uh, mm-hmm. At least where I'm at, it's nice and quiet, so that's cool. But uh, yeah, the city still be crazy whenever I go there. Still loud. Mm-hmm. Still, still doing the thing again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. I guess all things considered, New York's still New York, and uh, I suppose in that sense, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> I hear you. How is you still have snow up there? The snow's gone at this point, thankfully. I'm hoping we don't get any more snow that you know sneaks up on us in April or something crazy. But um, yeah. it's gone at well, this point. So it happens. Really it's known to happen, and it people are like, knows. "It's April." Yeah, it's one of those years. Okay. Oh man. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> well, I grew up. I grew up in a place where baby's first words were lake effect. So you know. <laughs> oh, I grew mean, up I was in Rochester. So you know. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say. I'll say that's definitely my least favorite part about the Northeast. Is just winter decides it just wants to take up half the year, and I'm like, aren't you like a season? Aren't you supposed to be like <laughs> a couple months, not like half my lifetime? Yeah. Can we, can we not, please? I'm good. Let's get the warm weather. I'm not in school no more. We don't need no snow days no more. It's all right. You can right. You mind your business. Right. Actually, in Rochester, we used to say we have two seasons, winter and the 4th of July. <laughs> yeah. That's what it feels like half the time. Goodness. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we have questions. Hopefully you have answers or this becomes pretty short and one-sided. Well, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> so let's. Um, I, I mean, okay. So the elephant in the room here is Patriot. I mean, Genesis Avalon Patriot, yay! Um, yeah. But going a little broader, let let's talk about how you found Pendant. Mm, okay. Let me think. Was it Patriot, or was it something prior? It was Patriot. I think it okay. was. I think it was just a, a call that I had seen, a casting call. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I had seen it and I had, had some interest. So I was like, okay. Um, the funny thing to be uh, completely candid, I originally auditioned for um, like smaller roles. I think it was just like extra parts, like um, uh, news people, essentially, like news anchors or what mm-hmm. happened. Yeah, I remember um, those, those auditions. Yeah. I sent in my auditions for them. Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember, Kat had responded to me saying, um, I liked your auditions, but your voice, it was something like your voice had stood out to me as being uh, possibly quite suitable for uh, the main character. Um, would you be interested in auditioning? And at first I was like, because mm. I, like I said, <laughs> again, I was signing up sort of as a, as a lesser role because of like time constraints and stuff. I was 
doing other stuff. I kind of want to slow down a bit. But then I'm like, you know what? I'll just, I'll give it a shot. Why not? Let's just see it. Because it seemed like an interesting project, at least from how the call described it. So I'm like, all right, I'll go for it. And I went for it. And uh, yeah, we're here. <laughs> we are here. So when you started looking into um, John, was there anything about, how, how much did you know about John as a character when you were doing the audition? Mm, I remember... I don't remember the exact details of like his character description, but I do remember certain things about it stood out to me. I think there was, he was sort of described as like somebody who was like quite idealistic, optimistic, um, but also very passionate and willing to fight for a positive future from, you know, America and the world at large and what have you. Mm -hmm. um, but then I that over time, he kind of got, you know, jaded by the system for lack of a better way to phrase it and yeah. he started being more privy and more open to more radical means to achieve the world that he wanted to see and i just felt like at least with that in particular i could definitely resonate with um because i mean again full full candor being, being an african-american man in america i definitely had times where i said i feel more uh malcolm than martin so to speak <laughs> if you follow so like, i understand yeah, like having these moments where, you know, again and again, it feels like we're faced with the issue at large of America just not seeming to be willing to face its history, its past, and the atrocities that were committed to mm -hmm. uh, Black people and people of African descent over all of these years. And having, you know, the after effects and the ripples of it still eke out into modern society in various ways, not as expensive right. as, you know, slavery or what have you, but, you know, in other ways. Um, oh, sure. You know, more sure. like subtle subjugation, stuff like that. But anywho, long story short, I found something that in John that I could definitely resonate with. And so that definitely made it easier for me to be like, yeah, no, I'll give it a shot because I could see eye to eye on him with, um, you know, his like sort of political stance, at least, you know, in some ways, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah so when you when you did the audition what did you what did you bring to it to like put into the character was it something from your own experience or um I would definitely say over time as I've like improved at being an actor I've tried to follow the general philosophy of don't chase a right answer, bring what you have to the table and sort of like forge that into an answer that could that could be deemed right. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. It's something that I've had to work on a lot since I started because just in general with my outlook on life, I'm so used to like finding a right answer or a right way to pursue something, a right way to engage with something that right. um, when it came to getting better at acting and stuff, I kind of have to, I've, you know, gotten at this point where I'm like, I'm trying to shed that mentality because ultimately I feel like not only is it just less effective, like ineffective, but that it just wouldn't ultimately serve you because you'd be more, it'd be more readily apparent that you could convincingly play a character when you draw from yourself, as opposed to feel like you have to push yourself into the shoes of the character purely without drawing from yourself. Um, I think you're your best, I guess you could say your best weapon with regards to um, making a character believable. So right. um, 
I can't recall if there were any particular, like, say, techniques or anything that I was trying to invoke um, when I auditioned for John. But, um, yeah, I, I would say that um, I definitely tried to go into it, not overthinking it, just keeping it simple, I guess. I'm sorry if that's kind of a vague or broad answer, but... Um, no, no, it's a perfectly valid answer. Yeah, it's just usually I've found when I don't think too hard about certain roles, I tend to not only feel better about them, but uh, I've tended to get more of them when I just mm -hmm. kind of not pressure myself to have to chase some sort of uh, correct interpretation and just my interpretation within the realm of what they're looking for. Right. No, that makes sense. Yeah. So I get the sense that you've been doing the voice acting thing for a while then before uh, Patriot. Um, how did you get started in it? And is that your your full time thing, or is it something you're doing along with a full time thing? I'm not full time in it. I would like to see if I could pursue a professional voice acting and see if I can make it a full time affair. Um, at the moment, I'm not really in a position to do that. It's just it ain't bringing in the money like that for me. So <laughs> <laughs> that's just something I have to build up to. Um, so it's more of a a side thing. It's definitely like a hobby that I've invested a lot of time and energy into, and a lot of mm -hmm passion into um so i definitely like to see where it takes me ultimately but um i do have my full-time job just to pay the bills keep me steady but um so i had started in the fall yeah about the fall of 2018 i had been thinking about getting into voice acting probably like about a year or so maybe a year and change prior to that so like 2017 up until then um you know i'd kind of like said this aloud to my friends and stuff they're like dude you should totally do it have a nice voice uh plus like you you'd be perfect playing characters because i'm pretty like vivacious and energetic <laughs> uh so <clears throat> you know i was still kind of thinking about it on and off in here and i was even like you know i was wondering where would i start stuff like that i was in college at the time and i had taken a, a hip-hop based theater course so theater, of course, with sort of a, a hip hop tint to it. And I had never acted before. This was my first ever attempt or foray into acting at all, really. Mm -hmm. um, what it sold me was the hip hop part because I love hip hop culture and rap music and et cetera, et cetera. So cool. that was pretty much, uh, I joined because my friend had pushed me to be like, yo, you should definitely join this to be dope, it'd be dope. And I'd be like, I was like, yeah, I'll think about it. And I spent, you know, I quote unquote thought about it until the last day when you could like say audition or like try to get in the class. Right. And I was right. like, uh, okay, yeah, I'll try it. Who knows? Maybe it'll go well. Yeah. Long story short, it went well. It changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> I found out I really love acting. I love expressing myself via that medium. It just feels really good. I feel like it clicks with me. Um, and having that experience in college is and having a an incredible instructor like awesome instructor all of that together had basically given me the sort of nudge i needed to be like okay let's get this voice acting thing going i want to try it okay. i enjoyed this i enjoyed stage acting theater acting so i'm like okay no nah, I, th I think i think we can give this a shot so i had started in um about like august september of 2018 um i joined a casting call club because i found that was you know one of the sites 
that I was like, oh, where do I go to voice act? And that was the one that was pointed out. Um, I got like an early gig on Newgrounds. And um, funny enough, I still communicate with uh, the creator that I worked with on a Newgrounds project to this day. Um, the cool thing is we're working on another project to be coming out in the near future. Um, okay. And he was the one who gave me yeah, that was my first project, playing an extra in one of his projects. It's called uh, Jerry's New Hat. It was a really quick, like, two-minute cartoon. Uh, I play a cop in that really briefly. And it's just really cool to have it come full circle that we're working together again after, like, five, four or five years on a, a new project. So that's really dope. But um, That's cool. Yeah, a lot of my time early on was Casting Call Club and Newgrounds and... Um, as I later found Twitter, which I found to be like a, basically a hub for voice acting, voice acting opportunities and the voice acting community and such and such. But yes, um, there's still some gems in the hot mess that is Twitter. These oh, days. yeah, it's my favorite cesspool. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to pick one. Of all the cesspools I hang out in, that one's my favorite. Oh, yeah. I can, I can, <laughs> that's a hot tub I can chill in uh, from time to time. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was a lot of my. Uh, time in early voice acting and stuff. Um, and I mean, honestly, from there, like I just kept looking for opportunities. Uh, you know, certainly a lot of it was character-based work because um, that's where a lot of uh, amateur work is like character-based and stuff like that. And for like, you know, things varying from fan projects to like original animation, student projects and stuff like that. So I've just been kind of, you know, trying to find my way, do my thing through all these years. and. Um, I've gotten some pretty cool opportunities along the way. And uh, yeah, we're still going. Very good. Um, with Patriot. All right. So episode 12, the season finale, should be airing soon. It hasn't come out yet. But so without spoiling anything, over the course of this first season, has there been anything that stands out to you, anything that you got to do that you're really proud of that you can talk about without any kind of spoilers or, because spoiler, the spoiler ninjas are always lurking in the shadows. Oh yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> um, honestly, the first that comes to mind is more of just sort of like a, kind of like a, I want to say it's like a cute little prideful personal achievement. Um. I don't recall specifically what episode I'm thinking of, but there was, it might've been one of the early ones where, um, you know, John first transforms into Patriot. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he's required to do the the prototypical, you know, superhero Dragon Ball Z, yo. And I, I, I feel like I killed it. <laughs> I feel like I did my thing when I did that, yo. So uh, <laughs> that was more of just like a nice little thing that I thought I'd, you know, executed pretty well um honestly I, you know i take some pride in but um other than that i don't so like again full candor i i still need to catch up on uh patriot it's on my long on my long list of stuff to get to or invest time in or engage with and stuff but even just from recording for it and getting the context for each scene that, you know, I had to record lines for. I feel like, like I, 
it feels like the writing's like really good. <laughs> it's this this right? project. This project <laughs> very like. I just feel the passion and the love for this project, and that's always really dope to see because that's what helps keep. That's what helps at least me. I can speak for myself. That's what helps keep me engaged with projects and interested in projects when I can see the creators and the people who you know have the hand in making sure that the project continues and you know continues you know solidly efficiently but also just like you know that it's just a well-crafted project that's that's really invigorating that's really motivating Mo uh yeah motivating now have you gotten to listen to the first 50 episodes from the um the first show I have not I didn't actually even know about the first one until like a little later after I had gotten John, uh, the part of John. So highly recommended. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I need to get on that. <laughs> now, have you, you mentioned earlier that you um, communicate with Kat have you communicated with any of the other cast members like to like go because I, I know most people uh, you know are recording in a vacuum from everybody else yeah. did you try to do any kind of collaboration with anybody um i can't say intentionally so i haven't but the cool thing is um i remember taking a workshop uh that was run by chris hackney and it was just oh, okay. like to be a part of that because I recognize, oh shoot, wait, you're part of you're part of Patriot. That's fire. <laughs> and it was cool. We, we, you know, we briefly kind of had a moment about that. It was it was pretty cool to kind of just have that. Cause I feel like that's the thing that happens in the voice acting community. Is it's like you said, oftentimes we're kind of just recording in a vacuum. We're just recording solitarily. So like we don't always necessarily like meet each other or what have you, or like engage right. with each other with regard to the projects we worked on together and stuff like that. So any sort of like happenstance or happy meetings between voice actors where, you know, they could be like, oh, you're in that too. It's, it's just kind of nice. It's really, it's, it's just mm -hmm. nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so that's part of why, you know, you do three different, you know, takes of the same line so that they can kind of make that blend between right. people and, and have that all sound. And I don't edit this stuff at all. And I got to tell you, just listening to this stuff as long as I listen to, I mean, and then and stuff, the, 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 the directors are amazing with what they're yeah. doing. And, you know, like I'm, I'm the biggest fanboy fanboy in Hendon House. So, yeah. No, that's great. That's... I mean, dude, I'm here with Patriot. Come on, <laughs> hey guys, I got Patriot here on the other side of my yeah. house, sitting in no, the hot seat. You're too kind. <laughs> no, and wait till you guys hear episode twelve. This interview takes a whole different spin after you episode twelve. Oh man, um, yeah, this is this is really fun. Um, I, that's why I love doing these interviews because I get to talk to everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that sounds dope. <laughs> this is cool. Like I said, for real, thank you for having me. This is this is a treat. I like this. So is there anything that you want to see John do? I don't know how much of season two you've gotten visibility into yet, but 
Is there anything that you want to see happen with John? So now that you ask that, the first thing that came to mind, because like I said, mm -hmm. I still need to catch up. But what I did get, at least I, you know, from what I got from reading my scenes and stuff, um, how he would engage with his son. It would be, um, it just, it, it appears to be uh, pretty volatile. <laughs> you know, they, they, they definitely don't really like, you know, get along very well. So I, I'm very interested to see just like how his relationship with his son pans out. I, I'm very, I'm very curious to see like, honestly, come to think of it, what kind of growth they'll both go through to sort of manage, well, simultaneously manage them. Um, well, actually, shoot, like uh, three things come to mind. Like the father-son dynamic, the mm -hmm. hero, essentially sidekick dynamic, or like mm -hmm. what would, you know, them fleshing out what their dynamic would be with regard to uh, being two heroes that work together often, obviously. And then... um you know, how each of them individually go about sort of making those changes with regard to how they regard each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm I'm honestly very curious to see how the relationship between um both of them would play out in later seasons. Well, if you haven't listened to TWIP 154, your, episode, your um, interview is coming out in 155. So if okay. you haven't listened to TWIP 154, I interviewed Ben last month. Hmm. Right. So we talked a little bit. We talked a little bit about that kind of thing and how his character interacts with dad and and all that. So it's it'll be interesting. And then um, maybe we will hear from you again to see how that all plays out and what yeah. your thoughts are afterwards. <laughs> yeah. No. Nah, that'll be honestly. I think that'll be cool. I'd like to know like, <laughs> where all this goes. It'll definitely be fun. Um, so when it comes to auditioning for roles, are you looking for a specific type or are you, um, like, what would be like your dream role? I mean, other than Patriot, obviously. <laughs> oh man. So my second dream role? I mean, oh right. man. <laughs> not, not to make you sound greedy. Cause you know, I wouldn't do that to you, but man, what if you had another dream role you could do. Oh God. So, I mean, I have my, I guess, voice actors bucket list. I don't have, I can't think of like too many specific character roles, but just in terms of like franchises, I mean. Or do you have like archetypes that you want to play? Well, actually, yeah, there's, so um, I'm definitely a fan of like the, the psychotic unhinged character, the the, the Joker-esque character, the character that's with cool. the wild laugh, the character that's very, very dynamic <laughs> in terms of like uh -huh. vocals, delivery, execution, um, execution that just kind of <laughs> just said that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, just like a very mentally volatile character. Um, um, definitely feel like they're just fun to play i feel like it's i don't know if it's like a guilty pleasure or something like that or just a, like you know yeah or even just like the yeah no like psychotic villain or even just like sort of even like psychotic neutral to where like they don't really have any sort of allegiance or side they pick they just like to see the world burn <laughs> <laughs> definitely trying to get more of those because uh i just have a fun time <laughs> 
very cool. Um, okay. Are you working on any other projects right now that you can talk about? At the moment, at the moment. That you um, want to plug? Uh, the funny thing is I, I just got brought on for a new project, but I can't say anything because NDA. So oh, yes, those three little letters, NDA. <laughs> so three big letters. Letters is huge. <laughs> yeah. This is overbearing. But um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I feel kind of put on the spot. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else. We ask the hard-hitting questions here at Twip. <laughs> oh no, I respect listen. I see. I peep game. I ain't even. I ain't mad at you. Do your thing. <laughs> on me. Oh, oh man. I don't feel like there's anything in particular at the moment that I can speak on. Talk about. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. I, I, yeah, I, sorry. <laughs> I, I would never push push anybody to break NDA, and I would never oh, yeah, no, pause no the recording and patent, and then say, "Oh, you can tell me that's cool." Now, I would never do anything like that, as far as anyone knows. Never do <laughs> as far as anyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's playing slick. Oh, God. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. All right, so can people find you on social media? Oh, yeah. Um, you'll definitely find me on Twitter. Um, if you just look for at uh, Royal, you'll find me. I'll be on there tweeting every so often, but probably just retweeting a lot of stuff, uh, casting calls, memes, etc. <laughs> Maybe a little of everything. But um, other than that, uh, I do have an Instagram. I don't really use it too much. So I'm, I'm, I don't usually really like plug it like that, but definitely on Twitter, I would say if it was any one place to find me in terms of like the typical social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, stuff like that. Uh, definitely my Twitter. And now you're on the pendant discord. Yeah, finally. <laughs> sucked another one in. <laughs> no, I know it's real. No, I know it's real. Like the one piece. Goodness. Very cool. All right. So. I warned you about this earlier. We're going to do bullet questions. Ah, interesting. I'm going to ask you a question. First thing that comes to mind, for the most part, there are no wrong answers. Okay. <laughs> and we try and give equal time to everybody, and that'll make sense in a minute. All right. So, what is your favorite Muppet? Favorite Muppet? Favorite Muppet. Yeah, Kermit, it has to be. I do I do his voice all the time with my friends. Like it's just and he's on the screen too. Look at him. Right? <laughs> it's just yeah. I'm sorry. It's my fun. avatar is Kermit's head on Yoda's body. It's just it's he's, he's so classic. Look at him. Right? <laughs> oh my god. You're going I've to have him. a good time today. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> just, I, he's he's iconic. Shout outs to the man. Easy being green does not. I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, what what's his name from uh, Family Guy? Um, oh, the guy who does Family Guy. Um, oh, um, oh God, I can't remember his name now. Just blanked Seth? on it. Seth, Seth, Seth McFarlane. Seth McFarlane. Yeah. So, you know, he has Kermit in all of his things, right? In all of his all of his shows, like in on Orville, he's got a Kermit sitting on his the captain's desk. Um, 
he was on Graham Norton and he did um, this thing and it's on YouTube and it's absolutely hilarious where he does the um, the monologue from Taken. You know, I have a specific, I have a particular set of skills. I will, oh, no. you, I will kill you. Um, he does that as if it's Kermit doing that. Oh, God. It's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I might have to beat that. <laughs> yeah, worth it. Totally worth it. Okay. Um, favorite Star Wars movie or TV show? Oh, God. I haven't watched many, but what was there's the I think there was the old one that was on like Disney XD. It um it was like the 3D cartoon one. I can't remember which it is. Oh god. I can't remember what it's called, but that's the one I'm thinking of. Uh, sorry, say it again. It wasn't Rebels, was it? It might have been Rebels. Did it have um uh did it have a Jedi and a uh, Padawan? And... Um, I remember it's again. Sorry, I'm not super familiar with Star Wars. At least I'm more like adjacently familiar. But okay. um, it's the one that had uh, Ahsoka in it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's Rebels. Okay, yeah, she shows up for a while. Got you. That was the one that I watched for a bit uh, as a kid. So I would definitely say that one. There you go. You know, there's going to be an Ahsoka series coming, right? Oh, I think I did. Yeah, I think I did hear about live that. action Rosario Dawson Disney Plus. Interesting. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Um, okay. Favorite Marvel or sorry, favorite Star Trek movie or TV show? Uh, I'm also late with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. All right. Favorite Marvel movie or TV show? Um, the spectacular Spider-Man was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so there have been a lot of Spider-Man TV shows. Yeah, which one was that one? I think it was like the like the twenty tens one. I think that was also on uh like Disney XD or what have you. Okay. Yeah. Um. Favorite movie is probably oh god, what's the why am I blanking on the name? What was the it, it's pretty it's a pretty new one. What was the one with um? It was uh. Miles Morales and it was on um, oh, across the Spider Verse. Yeah, or no, not across into into, into the Spider Verse. Across is coming out, awesome. and then Beyond is coming out after that. Yeah. Awesome movie. What a fun time. <laughs> that was artistically a gem to behold. That was sick. <laughs> that was awesome. I loved that. That was so awesome All right. And then to give equal time, favorite DC TV show or movie? I'm probably going back to like the, oh, what was... Did you ever watch like the, the real old the old Justice League cartoon from like I want to say like the early two thousands, and I think they were showing they would show it on Boomerang. Oh, they were probably that was probably on WB before that. Could have been, yeah, but um, it was definitely that one. I can't remember if it was 
So just the Justice League stuff that followed, you know, the Batman animated and Superman animated. I think so. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember if there was. This that was good stuff. stuff. I remember watching it. Yeah, it was a good time. Very cool. All right, favorite pizza topping. Oh, <sighs> buffalo chicken. Yeah, it, it used to be sausage, but um, I've definitely been put on the buffalo chicken now. I'm not going back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going back. <laughs> Once you go, Buffalo. <laughs> oh, man. Changed my life. God bless. Yeah. Now, being from New York, I know it's the other side, but have you made it over to Buffalo? I have not yet. I have a okay. friend up in Buffalo. I'm trying to see him at some point. So it's in the cards, but haven't drawn that card yet. <laughs> you want to go to the Anchor Bar. The Anchor Bar. Okay. The anchor Bar. The Anchor Bar is not in the best part of town, but the Anchor Bar is where Buffalo Wings were born. Oh. You've convinced me. <laughs> and I didn't even twist your arm yet. I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Good I'm stuff. So Definitely good stuff. Oh, okay. I put that down. Food. <laughs> 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 All righty. Excellent bullet questions. They never go fast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I build it up to be like, boom, boom. No, it's nothing like that. <laughs> I'm for like finger snap speed. Like, okay, 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 okay. I'll keep up. I'll keep up. All right. So people can find me on Twitter at JG underscore QA and on Facebook facebook.com j-o-r-d-a-n.g-o-t-t-l-i-b dot five zero three six because um after all this time i never changed it what they assigned me <laughs> um yeah when i started doing the interviews i'm like yeah this is what it is but i'm probably going to change it yeah i never got around to it no. <laughs> 10 years later we're already here <laughs> <My father. laughs> well, thank you so much for spending the time tonight i really appreciate it Thank you. Thank you. This is fun. I, like I absolutely have to tell you, you have been a fantastic addition to the universe of Genesis Avalon. Thank you. Um, I'm really looking forward to season two. I've already heard see, uh, episode 12 because I preview all the shows before they go out. So mm. I have heard how awesome it is. And um, guys, just wait. So freaking good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, nah, thank you so much. Um, like I said, it's, it's honestly been uh, a real treat to be here and be a part of this project because it just seems very, very well crafted and just like gingerly treated, you know, like it, it, I feel the love from this project and from the people who are on it. So it hasn't been anything but a blessing to be on. It's been a really nice time. So, but thank you for having me tonight for sure. Thank you for spending the time. I really appreciate it. And we are going to kick this back to Tilly and Susan. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. All right. So uh, remember, Trans Tuesdays are out every Tuesday. You knew who's, that one. Whose Trans Tuesdays are those? Tilly's Trans Tuesdays yeah, are out every Tuesday. Maybe coming back. That's we are not right. entirely certain. However, we do know that there was a recording at WonderCon, and that will be on the writer's block 
podcast at some point, but we don't know exactly when. We're helpful. Yeah, yeah. Look, we let you know what we know, and what we don't know, you also know. So, now you know. What we don't know. Now you know what we don't know. Perfect. Yes. Yes. Coming out Wednesday, April 12th, The Complete Double Falsehood, The Pendant Shakespeare. My gracious father, this unwanted strain visits my heart with sadness. Why, my son? Making my death familiar to my tongue digs not my grave one jot before the date. I've worn the garland of my honours long. I would not leave it withered to thy brow, but flourishing and green. Worthy the man, who, with my dukedoms, heirs my better glories. This praise, which is my pride, spreads me with blushes. Think not that I can flatter thee, my Roderick, or let the scale of love o'erpose my judgment. Like a fair glass of retrospection, thou reflectest the virtues of my early youth, making my old blood mend its pace with transport, while fond Enrique, thy irregular brother, sets the large credit of his name at stake, a truant to my wishes and his birth, his taints of wildness, Hurt our nicer honour. I trust my brother will, by the vantage of his cooler wisdom, erewhile redeem the hot escapes of youth, and court opinion with a golden conduct. Be thou a prophet in that kind suggestion. But I, by fears weighing his unweighted course, interpret for the future from the past, and strange misgivings why he hath of late, by importunity and strained petition, Rested our leave of absence from the court. Why he hath pressed this absence, sir, I know not. But have his letters of a modern date, wherein by Julio, good Camilla's son, who, as he says, shall follow hard upon, and whom I with the growing hour expect, Enriquez doth solicit the return of gold to purchase certain horse that like him well. This Julio he encountered first in France, and lovingly commends him to my favor, wishing I would detain him some few days, to know the value of his well-placed trust. Oh, do it, Roderick, and essay to mold him an honest spy upon thy brother's riots. Make us acquainted when the youth arrives. We'll see this Julio, and he shall from us receive the secret loan Enrique requires. La la la, the show is almost done. Okay, there are more shenanigans <laughs> off mic that have cracked her up. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Yep. We're losing it. It's okay. Did we ever have it to lose? No, probably not. That's a good We point. remain lost. <laughs> Be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com, the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash PendantAudio. We're on Twitter at PendantWeb. You can find us on Tumblr at PendantAudio.tumblr.com. We're on YouTube at Pendant Productions, and that's the thing. Yay! You can find us wherever. You know how to use the internet. I'm pretty sure. One hopes. <laughs> this is Susan Bridges. We'll see you back here next month. 
didn't pay. Because you jumped the gun. No, I didn't. Because I did it. I just said. Fine. And Tilly Bridges. Thanks for listening to this hot mess. Not even hot mess. It's like lukewarm. I'm hot. <laughs> You're always cold. That's not the kind of hot I mean. Uh-huh. Baby. <laughs>